if it were possible to lose your next 10 pounds without dieting? Listen closely and welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, life and weight loss coach, and I'm going to show you how to stop dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Lux Lifer, this is your life and weight loss coach, Jennifer Dent Brown from jenniferdent.com, where I teach you how to stop dieting forever so you can cross lose weight off of your to-do list. You have enough things to worry about and enough things to do. So let's just get that weight loss thing done. I mean, think about it. When you lose the weight, think about how much time and how much energy you'll gain when you no longer have to worry about what to eat, what to wear, and that is just like not a problem anymore. So welcome back to another episode of the Stop Dieting Forever podcast. And if you're brand new here, welcome. Here is what you need to know. Very simply, it is 100% possible to lose weight without dieting. And it is 100% possible to keep it off without worrying about following a maintenance plan for the rest of your life. If you want to learn exactly how to lose weight for the very last time, I am so glad that you are here because you are in the right place, my friend. I've created the Stop Dieting Forever process to teach women, just like you, how to do that. So each and every week, you'll learn something new that will help you to, as I say, undiet your brain one belief at a time. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to learn more about my journey and how I became a coach and just to see what this weight loss process can look like for you. Welcome to episode 31, Lux Lifers. We are rolling right into the end of 2020. What a year. Oh my goodness. Like seriously, this year is going to go down in the history books for everyone around the globe. I was thinking about it today. I was like, if 2020 were a job, I feel like we should all get a big bonus and an extra week off with pay for just making it through this year. Oh my goodness. I know we can look back on this one day and just laugh, but I really want to share something with you all today that's very near and dear to my heart. And I've talked about this a little bit on social media, and I wanted to bring the topic to the podcast because I feel like it's so important and I need you to hear me right now. So listen closely. Like many of you, I have like this ongoing group text with a bunch of my close girlfriends. We're located all around the country and we started the group text like at the beginning of the pandemic, just as a way to stay connected and just as a way to just, you know, check in with each other. And so we have these like never ending group text messages and we talk about all types of things. We talk about homeschooling the kids. We talk about the best places to order takeout. We talk about the news a lot, like just what's happening 
in our cities and around the country. We talk about our family, like our parents, our kids. And so our topics run the gamut, right? So last week, one of my friends asked the group if we had ever heard of the term radical self-care. And I was the only person who was like, of course. Everyone else was like, no, but what is it? Sounds interesting. Sounds like I need to do a better job of doing it. Radical self-care. I guess because I'm a coach, I'm very aware of the need for self-care. And the conversation kind of evolved into the reasons why everyone felt like they needed to take care, like do this radical self-care. And the conversation turned into just venting the frustrations of having to do everything for everyone else, right? And them being at the bottom of the priority list and being tired. I mean, my friends are like, you know, high achieving, amazing, getting shit done Black women who, and I'm not just saying them specifically, but in general, because this was me too, we don't know how to reach out for help. We think that we need to do all of the things and be everything to everyone else. And if we try to like delegate or hand something off, it's just not going to be done the same. It's just not going to be done right. And so we will run ourselves into the ground trying to like be us. And I have learned, and I'm still learning, it's still a journey that I can't do everything by myself. And my brain always likes to do the most right? It always likes to like, oh, I got to like do this, 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 and this. I got to do like five things to get one thing done. And I constantly have to ask myself, and this is part of what I've learned, how can I do less? How can I make this even simpler? So anytime my brain is like, oh my God, I got to get all this stuff done, I have to step back and ask myself this very simple question, how can I do less? And then I go back and I'm like, okay, maybe I can get this done in like three and a half steps. Write that down. And then I ask myself again, how can I do less? How can I make this even simpler? And usually, because your brain is like Google, right? You ask yourself a question, it's always going to give you an answer, but you got to know how to ask it the right question. And this is a strategy And I guess you could call it part of self-care strategy, right? So it's me protecting my time, me diffusing the belief that I need to do all of the things to get something done. And this is something that I learned when I was working with a coach, right? When I was working with a private coach last year. And the post that I put on social media because of this conversation my friends and I were having via our group text is that investing in a life coach is a gift you give yourself. That's what I took away from that conversation. And I was just reading all of their texts and their comments, and I was like, man, I used to think like that. I used to believe all of these things. And I was like, why don't I believe that anymore? Oh, because I've been coached. (laughs) Because I invested in my brain. I invested in my mental and emotional health and worked with a private coach last year. And so that conversation inspired me to create this post, which is out on Instagram. If you're not following me on Instagram, 
you can go to Jennifer Dent Brown and read the post. But essentially, I'm going to share it with you right now. That investment that I made in myself last year in 2019 was like the best thing I could have ever done for myself. Not just because, you know, it was helpful for me as a business person. Yes, that was part of the reason why I invested in a private coach. Because let me back up. I had never worked one-on-one with a coach before, before I worked with my coach. I'd always been in group programs and, you know, participating in like raising your hand on a, on a conference call with like 200 other people hoping you get called so you can get coached on or hoping you can get coached, which is a completely different experience from meeting with someone on Zoom every week at the same time where you can just talk about whatever you want for 60 minutes. And her job is to help me see how I am causing my angst (laughs) and my limiting beliefs, right? That's just part of the coaching process. And so having just an hour a week to be able to just talk about whatever I needed to talk about was just life-changing in itself. She probably didn't even have to say anything to me, right? But just being able to verbally vent and do a verbal brain dump to to, to a, a person who's like not judging me, completely 100%, not a, uh, what's the word? Non-objective? I think that's it, right? <laughs> like she was 100% she was like Switzerland, right? There's no, There was no judgment. And so me being able to have that space to be able to just let everything out for an hour a week was part of, I don't want to say the healing process, but yeah, it was part of the growth. It was part of my evolution. And so I feel like I wish I could give the gift of life coaching to everyone, But as a coach, you know, like I know, you can't tell somebody that they need coaching (laughs) because that's just rude. You don't do that. But I feel like every woman who is struggling right now, feeling like they have to do everything on their own, feeling like they have no other options, I just want to tell you and just give you some hope right now that working with a coach can change all of that around for you. And I wrote in this social media post that life coaching last year was the best investment that I had made in myself in 2019. It was literally life changing. And I, through the coaching process, I didn't even realize how many unuseful beliefs and limited beliefs that I had that were just like stuck in my head. I wasn't even aware of all of the core beliefs that I had that were just like causing me so much stress and so much anxiety. All I know is that when I reached out to work with a coach, I was miserable. In fact, when we did our consult, I cried. (laughs) I don't even remember what she said, but I know by the end of that call, I was just in tears. Not because I was happy, but because I was just so uncomfortable with where I was at that point in my life. And I hired her. It was a big investment. I figured it out. And 
once like I was in, I was in. And and working with a coach that year, and we also worked into the beginning of this year as well. But all of the personal development stuff that I learned before, like, you know, just have your positive statements, have your positive affirmations. I realized that just having positive statements and thinking positively wasn't enough to make lasting change. Yeah, it could make me feel okay in the moment, but it wasn't getting to the reasons why I had these limiting beliefs and limiting thoughts about what I was doing. So the biggest lesson that I learned when working with a coach one-on-one is that I learned how to face all of my emotions, right? The negative ones, the ones that I was trying to avoid, the ones that I was like trying to positive think my way from out of believing, all of my emotions allowed me to have the breakthroughs that I needed, right? So acknowledging not just the feel-good emotions, but acknowledging the places where I was sad, the places where I felt inadequate, that was a big one for me, just feeling as though as if I was not enough. Learning how to do that and learning how to recognize all of those unuseful thoughts and those beliefs when they came up completely changed the game for me. Now, in the midst of it, I couldn't see what was happening, but I knew every time I finished having a call with my coach, it was like a little bit of like a a light, just like a little tiny flicker, right? I could see the possibility of thinking differently about whatever the situation she was coaching me on. And so every single week I showed up and every single week I received a little bit of a flicker, a little bit of a breakthrough of how I could see a situation differently and how I could experience all of those uncomfortable negative emotions without feeling like scared or without feeling like if I feel sadness, if I feel anger, then I'm going to stay there. No, I learned how to productively feel these negative emotions so that they benefited me. And what I learned that year in coaching with my private coach is that it literally set me up for success in 2020. In 2020, this year, I left my well-paying corporate gig in April. I had been working with a Fortune 100 global company as a contractor. Loved working there. Loved the people. Some of my coworkers listened to the podcast. Shout out to you guys. But it wasn't what I wanted to do. It was a job, right? It was something that I did well, but it wasn't my desire, My desire was to help women learn how to stop dieting forever. My desire was to help women get off of the weight loss struggle bus. My desire was to help women transform their lives, starting with their weight. And so I had attempted to become a full-time coach for years and just couldn't make it work because of a gazillion different reasons, but you know, the biggest reason was I wasn't making the money that I needed to make to be able to leave my job. And so her coaching, we coached on that for a couple of months about me eventually leaving my job. And I had the opportunity, thank you, coronavirus, (laughs) because basically my job was eliminated, what I was doing. And so 
I didn't freak out, though, because I had been working on myself and my thoughts about becoming a full-time coach and an entrepreneur. When the opportunity arose on April 1st, I was like, let's get it. Like, this is the best thing ever. And so her coaching helped prepare me to do that. Her coaching also helped me access the best parts of me to grow my coaching business to six figures in 12 months. And the bulk of that was after I left my corporate job. Once I became a full-time coach, it was on and popping, right? My ability and my belief in myself to help as many women as possible to learn to stop dieting forever went through the roof, right? So her willingness, my coach's willingness just to help me muddle through all of my baggage As a Black woman in a white America, I have talked about this before on the podcast, using all of that baggage which held me back before, which made me, like, allowed me to play smaller before, now, because I was able to share all of those deep feelings and thoughts I didn't even know that I had with my coach, who is, by the way, a white woman, her coaching helped me empower myself. And when I felt empowered, I felt like I could use my own voice to uplift my community. I was no longer playing small. I was no longer hiding in the back, trying not to be seen. I am 100% authentically who I am. I talk funny sometimes. Sometimes I have a lisp. I say some words crazy. I don't care. This is 100% authentically who I am. You have the option to listen to me or not. It's all good. Either way, I know that my experience and what I have been through and what I have created has helped hundreds of women. And I'm going to continue to do what I do best. Right? So I, right now, I can attribute a lot of that to working with a one-on-one coach and getting out of my own way, right? Getting my brain (laughs) out of my own way because before that, all of those beliefs and things and I just all of those thoughts were not serving me and they were holding me back. And because I was being held back by myself, I was unable to help more people. So my life is forever changed just because I decided to give myself the gift of hiring a personal coach. I invested in myself. And that is part of radical self-care, is being 100% selfish and putting your own needs first. Because we know as coaches, right, and this is what I tell my clients, is like, you aren't as good as you think you are to everyone else until you take care of yourself first. I know it seems like the right thing to do, to make sure everyone else is taken care of. But think about how much better you could do your job as a wife, as a mom, as a daughter-in-law, as a granddaughter, as a boss, as a team member, as a manager, right? Think about how much better you would show up if you took care of yourself first, I shared with my friends the analogy of, you know, when you get on the airplane and you're getting ready to take off and the flight attendant gives you the little spiel, but 
They always say, in case of emergency, put on your oxygen mask first and then help the person next to you. You can't help the person next to you, right? Your travel partner, your child, whoever you're with, if you're not breathing. If you're dying of lack of oxygen, you can't help anyone. And when we as women think that we need to do everything ourselves, we are strangling ourselves from lack of oxygen. We're cutting off our oxygen supply because we're not taking care of ourselves first. That is the basis behind radical self-care. And unfortunately, we got to call it radical to get people's attention, but it really should be normal. Taking care of yourself should be a normal thing. And so I'm going to wrap this up, but I so believe in the power of coaching that I had to do this podcast. And I was reading an art was it an article. No, I heard another coach talking about this about like a couple of years ago, maybe 10, 20 years ago, personal training, like having a personal trainer seemed very, was like a unusual thing. People just didn't have personal trainers. And now like it's common, like everybody has had a personal trainer, right? At one point in time, like it's not a big deal to have a personal trainer. And she was saying, I can't wait for the coaching industry to get like that. Or having a life coach is that normal. Like, of course, I'm going to go talk to my life coach today. I think it's so fun when I think about the power of life coaching and how many people could benefit from having a life coach. So I'm going to wrap this up because I've said everything I needed to say, but I want you to truly 100% consider giving yourself the gift of a life coach this year. Whatever year this is that you're listening to, whether it's 2020, 2021, 2022, whenever, give yourself the gift of a life coach. If you've never had a life coach before, why not? Why not? Why not? There is a life coach out there to help you with anything that you need help with. If you are that professional dieter, hello, here I am, right? I love coaching my clients every week. I've got a full roster right now and I could take more if I wanted to, but I'm like, I got less is more. (laughs) I got to pull it back a little bit. But if you're interested in exploring what private coaching can do for you, I would love to talk to you. All of my clients come to me because they want to lose weight, right? And we start the transformation with the weight loss, 100%. But what I teach in the Stop Dieting Forever process is transferable to other areas of your life. So come on. If you're tired of struggling with your weight, it's probably because you got a whole bunch of other stuff going on in your life and you don't know how to manage your eating. I can help you with that. Go to my website, jenniferdent.com, and click the Work With Me tab. You can see exactly how I work with my clients. You can see client testimonials, and then you can click that button to schedule a call with me. I would love to talk to you, okay? I am filling spaces for 2021 right now. So if you are like, okay, 
I'm done with the whole weight thing. I'm done with struggling with my weight. I want to be selfish and invest in myself. Book that call with me right now. JenniferDent.com forward slash, I think it's about me. Just go to my website. You'll find it. Okay. But I only work with about 20 women at a time because how I work is so personalized. But I don't want you to put yourself at the bottom of the priority list again for another year, okay? All right, I'm going to end this episode. I want you to live Lux, and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, 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 before you go, I have one more thing for you. If you liked today's episode and want to learn more about the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle, I have a free weight loss guide for you at jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever. In it, you'll discover the four things you must try before you give up on your weight loss goal. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to request your free copy. What do you have to lose but some weight? Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever right now. Don't put it off until later. Decide your health is worth the time now. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to discover what you can do to really stop dieting forever. Dieting forever.